Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. podcast um it is not an emergency episode but this is also not a drill uh i'm jamel my name is mike benner mike benner what the freak is good dude uh you know in right now in um in this world not a whole lot yeah there's a lot there's a lot good that's that's a way that's an exaggeration but yeah the whole world is still i think mourning uh the loss of an nba legend um and i felt that this week still yeah for sure i mean the day of you know we talked and stuff and i was just like first off i couldn't literally talk my voice was gone so that was fun Oh, yeah, that is fun. If you've listened to Monday's episode, uh, which was a comedy of errors in terms of actually getting it recorded, maybe if you join the Patreon Sunday, you'll uh, learn some of the comedy of that. Um, but, yeah, uh, we was just like, if you did hear it, Jamel's voice, <laughs> he was fucking insane. You sounded like a cartoon frog. Yeah, son, because I was. Son. <laughs> like, that's the thing about it, man, like, that just goes to show you, like, where we were mentally when we got the news. Like, n- n- couldn't get it together. Couldn't get it together. Yeah, uh, you're right. Yeah, we couldn't get it together. Uh, we descended upon uh, a bar at, like, 2 in the afternoon, met up with some other friends of the podcast, uh, Mike Malloy, David Boy, shout out, uh, and just kind of, 
wallowed under sadness for a while, then later on uh, went to the roost, the the scene of many uh, basketball watching uh, for us, and met up with some other people. Jamel, you couldn't come. You were you were your post was no longer working. Hey, y'all was trying to get me to go. I'm like, dude, I I'm I don't know. But we didn't want to be we didn't want to be without you. We didn't want to be like. I know. Mourning I know. this situation without like our our brother there, like you you are our basketball brother. It's facts, and that's the and that is for sure the home base. And I I hope it was a you know a good time given the circumstances. I was just at the crib. I just like I hit some uh, Alka Seltzer night tablets. You know, the cold tablets. They effervescent or they like the gel caps. You know what's bullshit? Alka-Seltzer makes, like, gel cap, like, pills for things, but keeps the Alka-Seltzer name on it. There's no seltzer involved. Yeah, that, there's no bubbles in them capsules. Yeah. Fuck you, Alka-Seltzer. <laughs> yeah, they be hating. But I was off the effervescence anyway. Perfect, beautiful. The original LaCroix. <laughs> it's health LaCroix. I'm saying. Um, yeah, man, how have you been this week? How's uh, I know that you kind of you, your work environment uh, is heavy with sports fans. Uh, how was the 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 vibe in the room? I mean, everybody was just we're all just kind of just like stuck about it. And like you know, the fact that Kobe was there just this like like a year ago. Wait, Kobe was on. Your show? Yeah. I had, like, I had almost forgotten about it. Yeah, you didn't mention it once on Sunday. Because I didn't go because I was blown because I didn't get to write it. And it was like, you know, I I should have went to set. I didn't go because I didn't have to. And I just knew I wasn't going to get to talk to him. But, like, what the fuck was I thinking? He came to promote his uh, kids' book, the uh, the Wizenard, the the Coach Wizenard series. Wait, really? The way that came out? Yeah. <laughs> Coach Wizenard came out. Thank you. Do you remember when he, when Kobe Bryant wrote a book that was no? Basically... I remember he was working on it and talking about it, and then there was like uh, fake pages of it went viral. But... <laughs> I didn't know it ever came out. That's hilarious. <coughs> we should probably we should try to read it. That shit came out, dude. And I I mean, the concepts there, what if Matt Christopher books were also Harry Potter? Let's go. Sold in the room. You know it's unfair. Kobe can sell whatever in the room just because it's Kobe Bryant. That's facts. <coughs> I mean, come on, man. You wasn't playing. Goddamn Mamba. You know what I realized this week? What's that? You know how there's always this debate? You know, the Kobe-Jordan debate? Mm-hmm. And what came over my head was every member of the media should say Kobe. Go on. Just from the standpoint, they're like, I mean, we know that him and Jordan have the same, like, intensity and stuff. But, like, Kobe actually, like, let us in. 
like he like didn't shy away from being like the asshole guy. Like he called Smush Parker a bitch to everybody. <laughs> to everybody. That was something we shared. We all thought he was a bitch. Kobe was just the one to say it. Yeah, and like you know what I mean? Like all the things that we thought Michael Jordan was thinking, Kobe told us what he was. Yeah, I think uh, you're right. He really, you know, especially after, uh, you know, what happened in Colorado, uh, and he had a lot to come back from, uh, rightfully so, and who knows that he, if he ever came back or not, and it's not on me or you to decide that. Uh, exactly. I just wanted to acknowledge that. Uh, but he kind of did lean into the villain role. He stopped doing the cuddly like McDonald's commercials and kind of started doing this like he started the the Black Mamba. He started the the Mamba mentality mentality thing. He renamed himself after Uma Thurman in a in Kill Bill. Uh, yeah, dude. Like, I'm a killer and I'm not going to hide that anymore. And you would go on talk shows and openly like be an asshole and just be like, that's just the way I operate and I'm a champion because of it. Uh, it wasn't like, yeah, it wasn't Michael Jordan anymore who like, you know, was a dickhead in private, but like America's like Huggy Bear in, uh, in uh, not Huggy Bear. Huggy Bear is a character from a show. You know, Huggable Bear is what I meant. Huggable Bear. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, Kobe was uh, – I think there's something I, – I, I likened it to uh, on another podcast that I recently started uh, with a friend of the podcast, Edgar Mopelsier. Like, he's, a, he's a, a, a worthy adversary, it feels like. He was the villain in our story, and now that he's gone, it feels a little more empty, you know? Even though he wasn't even playing in the in the NBA the past four seasons, like it feels like Darth Vader has like left the game forever, you know? Ah, for sure. Yeah. I don't know. That's exactly it, man. I mean like what if Darth Vader like was like, All right, son, look, I'm gonna cool out. That was fucking Kobe. <laughs> I know you probably have or have recently smoked weed, but that was like the most high I've ever noticed you being. <laughs> what if like Darth Vader like, chilled out? I'm saying, that was Kobe. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh. Yeah, has any of the uh, have have what what have, what have kind of been your favorite uh, memories? There's been a lot of sharing of memories amongst them, uh, former NBA players or people posting clips online. Uh, well, and, uh, oh, go on. Um, oddly, I mean, looking back at young Kobe, like. You know, like, 98, you know, like, 97, 98, when he's just, like, yamming everything is, like, insane. And, like, me personally, 
bro. He was like a a a, a vegan cook. Dude, everything was yams. Fucking ridiculous, dude. He used to destroy people regularly. But then, like, you know, like this specific era of Kobe we've been talking about, (coughs) the Nike years, the early Nike years, when Adidas dropped him, man, and he was just like, fuck everything. Those are my favorite years to watch. Because that's like, that's when he dropped 62 and three quarters and was just like, I'm done. I'm done, whatever. And like. That's when he, uh, didn't he refuse, what what year did he refuse to shoot entirely? Because Phil Jackson criticized his his shot choices. Oh, it's all in, that's, it's right around there. Yeah. And like, that's Chappelle, the play for your freedom joke. You know what I realized uh, watching clips? Uh, One of the, like, so we say Kobe while throwing shit? Yeah, yeah. Because of a joke that is, like, maybe a slight reference to his sexual assault case. I know. It's crazy. (laughs) It's so fucking insane. It's crazy. And that... And now that's the thing going on at the memorials. Yeah. Yep. Yo. It's insane. It's crazy. So many funny, like, and it's all from that time. Like, that's like those puppet commercials, the ones with uh, David Allen Greer and Kenan Thompson. Yeah. The Nike ones is from that time. and then, Like... The one with Kanye is from, like, later, though, right? I think that's, like, definitely Yeezus-era Kanye, I want to say. Yeah, that's, like, right around retiring, right? Yeah, well, like, I think it's, like, a little couple years before. I think the writing yeah. was on the wall for Kobe. Yeah, yeah, it's right around then. Okay, so that's then. Has Kanye waited <clears throat> at all? I don't think I've seen that. You, think? you forget that, like, Kanye is a diehard basketball fan, as weird as he is, and how he's like, you wouldn't associate him with basketball because I feel like he tries to present himself as like an artist and fashion designer and like the Steve Jobs of like hip hop first. But like, he had his birthday party like in the Staples Center. (laughs) Like he, he was a huge basketball guy. No, for sure. And he's he's worked with Kobe and he was at Kobe's. He was at the game. I remember. Yeah. That's where. That's why right. everybody yeah, has that T-shirt the, now. Yeah. I wonder. Yeah, I'm, I'll, I'll be on the lookout for whatever Kanye is going to weigh in because I'm sure uh, we all know that grief uh, has not been kind to his mental state. Facts. Um. Yeah. Pray for Kobe or pray for Kanye at the moment. Uh. But yeah, Jamal, I was kind of trying to bait you into talking about. Uh, oh, I know I, it was coming. I just wanted oh. to tease a little. <laughs> okay, so like two years ago, I was in New York, and at this time, my boy and friend of the pod, Adam Friedland, of Cometown Lore, was living in Brooklyn, about three blocks away from this Salvation Army that was always, like, 
just sick. I got like a brand new Eddie Bauer coat there one time. So like every you're time, not aware, if you're listening to us, if you're a recent listener, I feel like we haven't delved into Jamal's talent for uh, gear accumulation via thrift stores. Uh, if there is a thrift store in your city within a mile of where Jamel is staying, he will get at least three new outfits out of it. No, it's a fact. And yeah. so every time I go up there, I would go to the same Salvation Army. And the last time I went, I went, and something, a wild hair got up my ass, and I was like, I'm going to check out the DVDs. That's I never insane. check out. That is fucking I insane. never check out the DVDs. No one should I ever never check out the DVDs. This. No one. And you know what I found? I found two brand new DVDs still in the plastic. A series called. Let me pull up these damn shits. One Love. The Game. The Life. This is. It's a highlight. It's high school highlight. Of NBA ballers, okay, and this is very early 2000s. You know this because it's a, a fucking DVD already. But <laughs> volume one, the first person on the damn tape is Dewan Wagner. What? Okay? Wow. <laughs> yeah. Haven't heard so, or thought that name in a long time. My bad. Hold on, excuse me. Oh boy, I'm dying. Yeah. All right, no, I'm not. No, you're you're not okay. dying. You're good. You're getting better, my friend. I'm getting better. I can actually talk now. So, I buy these DVDs, and I just left them at my boy. I left them at Randy and Marty's crib, because for a while they had my PlayStation. When I came back from New York, I had let them borrow my PS4. So I bought DVDs. And I didn't even have a machine to play them. I never opened them. Kobe passes on Sunday. I come home a couple nights ago, like that night after. And I was like, yo, wait. I bet these fucking tapes got some Kobe highlights. Sure enough, they did. And it was worth it. Some good Lower Marion highlights. Uh, also, basically a complete high school dunk contest where he tied with us uh, this cat, Lester Earl. I think we need to watch that. I want to watch all these videos together. In fact, I want to, like, at a future episode, do an investigative uh, journalism piece on who created that cartoon that you posted to your Instagram story. Yo, there's a there, – and then the middle – this DVD was hosted by Sway. Okay. What? Sway is on the DVD. In the middle, there is a weird bit. Like, their big get was Tony Touch. You remember the DJ, Tony Touch? Yeah. Yeah, that was like, okay, we got Tony Touch as it come. Just, like, say hi. So they've got <laughs> some weird bit going... Like, the bit is Tony Toka's late. <laughs> what? It's just, it's just Sway sitting in the studio, and he's like, hey, uh, we got Tony Touch. We got a meeting with Tony Touch today. But, of course, he's running late right now. <clears throat> but, he's, but he's coming. 
And then he just shows up and explains DJing in the middle of this high school basketball DVD. <laughs> it was some real barbershop shit. I this DVD I'm like I was made. Tony Touch was oh, never. I mean, I knew who. Like I think he. If you were into hip hop in the early 2000s, late 90s, you <laughs> might have heard of him, but he was never a big, big DJ, was he? Not the biggest. No. <laughs> this is some super uh, Dominican barbershop bootleg shit. I love it. And after after Tony Touch shows up and says hi, there's a fake ad. There's <laughs> a fake cartoon ad for a pair of shoes called the Mad Hops 2K3s, which is basically just the whoever produced the DVD got high and watched Flubber. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> and they was like, yo, what if we put the, remember when he made the kids jump real high? What if we put that in the DVD, bro? That is exactly what happens. My favorite part, and I think we're all gonna probably break this down more on the uh, on, on the the regular episode of the podcast. But uh, so it's a cartoon within a live action DVD, right? Already yeah. a break from format. Um, the other, the only other character in the cartoon part, other than the guy trying to sell the shoe, is the cameraman. So I'm just like, yeah. what levels of reality are we working with here? Like, we have to acknowledge that this is animated because it's in conjunction with Sway and Tony Touch. But there's a cameraman. Like, I don't know. <laughs> we can break down the philosophy of, like, you know, yeah. later. It's but fucking insane. Yeah, it's crazy. There was not a lot of thought put into it. Um, definitely also. And honestly, I haven't finished it yet. Oh, but go you ahead. You finished the cartoon? I haven't finished the DVD yet. Once I got to Kobe's part, I was like, "All right, I, I should save this." Oh yeah, <laughs> it's uh, it's very, it's very sick. You should definitely save that. Um, I want to watch the slam dunk contest uh, with you at some point. Um, which is a highlight. It is definitely a highlight for sure. Uh, but yeah, it's been it's been nice seeing the Laura Marion jerseys. Uh, I don't, as our listeners may have. Our longtime listeners may know it's probably come up once or twice over the course of the couple of years we've been doing this podcast. But I went to Kobe's high school. I went to Lower Marion, uh, and I saw uh, last night the Sixers all uh, wore numbers eight and numbers twenty-four in honor of Kobe for you know his two numbers, and then they were also uh, having a moment of silence, a thirty-three-second moment of silence, uh, standing in front of Kobe's. Lower Lower Marion jersey, which was number thirty three. Uh, oh, okay, that's pretty. And strange. it was. I saw the photos. Uh, I didn't get to watch the game. I, you know, I honestly haven't watched any games since Sunday because I just feel like I won't be able to take it. But because uh, and then I, I'm right because I watched. I looked at those pictures and and broke down crying uh, yeah. a bunch. I, that's tough. Uh, yeah, I. I didn't watch the games either because the Wizards 
gave up 88 points and a half. Yeah, so. it is like uh, yeah, could not. I feel like there has been a lot of crazy moments though, because it seems like dudes that are like, you know, wanting to go out and do insane shit and say it's for Kobe. Um, like, yeah, Brad Beal also did dunk on Brook Lopez in that game as well. So yeah, uh, moments were had for. Fucking Chris Middleton scored 51 tonight, apparently. Like, it's Victor Oladipo in his uh, return, his first game back from injury, like, sank a a game-winning three-pointer in overtime. And then after the game said that's for Kobe. And it's just like, there's been some crazy basketball because it seems like they all want to say that's for Kobe, which is awesome. But, like, I can't watch it at the moment, you know? Yeah, it's a ton. Um, man, fucking, I was, I was blown because that night, um, you know, we're all sitting there like, let's cancel these games. But in my head, I was having a little Kobe moment because my guy Brad was playing Trey Young and they've had a little bit of, uh, well, like Brad kind of implied on Chris Hayes is, uh, Yahoo podcast that, um, he should be an all-star starter over Trey Young. And he's, Just he's a absolutely little... right about that, by the way. <laughs> yeah, of course he is. What the yeah. fuck? But then they play each other. Trey Young goes for 45 and 14. And they won, which was the first time they beat us this year. We have the series season. We have the, 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 the fucking series on them. But they did beat us. And then Brad went for 40. But it's like, nah. He gave him that little, just a couple extra little nuggets. Yeah. I will say, uh, if you follow us on Twitter, you may have noticed that uh, it, our Twitter account was very, like, upset that games were being played and demanding that they be canceled. I'm assuming that was Peter uh, tweeting that. I didn't feel that way. I felt like if it were Kobe, like, he would have wanted the games to keep being played. I don't think. Or I guess even – I didn't feel a way about it. I felt like if players needed to take the day off, they probably should have talked to their team and been like, I'm too upset. And if for players that wanted to play and go out and drop – try to drop 81 in honor of Kobe, they should have been able to do that too. I didn't really feel a way about it one way or the other. And that's the thing about – and that's – particularly in sports, you know, playing through it is a – Classic, classic uh, way to grieve. Yeah, some people grieve differently. Some people need to, like, focus on the work and focus on getting through a day and a routine in order to, like, process. And other people need to go away and be in silence to process. Some people, like me and you, uh, need to go get slimer jammered at brunch at 2 o'clock on a Sunday, you know? Yeah, with my with my luggage and nine bags of meat, fucking pork oh, jerky. Oh yeah, that was really funny. All right, what do we what do we uh, call this? The endpoint of the feed, the normal feed episode. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, we love you. Uh, Jamal, you got anything you want to plug? Um, you got Brandon Wardell and friends coming up, right? Yeah, I mean, I got that, and then I got um. I got our shit, dude. We got Podstar February 13th. That's right. 
On February 13th, we've um, got Podstar Weekend. It is an all-star celebration of NBA podcasts. I can only imagine uh, the energy in the room and how that's going to be, what with, you know, everyone coming together over this loss for the NBA. Should be a a fun night where maybe everyone's going to be ready to laugh about basketball again. Yeah, I'm going to play all the – all the Kobe raps I can get my hands on afterwards. Well, there's Kobe featuring Tyra Banks, and then there's his yeah. verse on the Destiny Child uh, is the Survivor remix. Say my, Say name, my name. What else is there? Uh, there's got to be at least one more. We'll find it. It might be. It might be an Italian, but I'm gonna find it. Oh, he, this, that motherfucker definitely rapped in Italian at some point. You know he did. Come on, man. All right. Fucking AC Milan did a tribute video for him, dude. All right. Thank you guys for listening. And uh, if you want to hear the rest of this episode, please go to patreon.com slash airbudspod. Sign up, and you get access to a bunch of bonus content. You get access to our Slack where we're uh, talking shit every day. Uh, Thank you, guys. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.